podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sissoko finally waited. Ericsson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal. On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First time here to Son. Kane, good area for Spurs. And Kane's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane. That is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run. Yemin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career. Welcome, uh, welcome to another um, New Spurs Order podcast. Uh, for those are watching under the Touchline Fracker banner, um, I'll be your host this evening, X-Pac. I'm also joined by my lovely co-hosts, one of which being Blacklisted Jack. How you doing, son? All good, all good. Uh, tactic week, but you know what? Spurs didn't stress, didn't add to that stress, so... It's fine, you know. I can, I'm content. <laughs> there we go. He doesn't get too high when there's a when there's a win. That's uh, that's our Jack. And uh, also joined by Pukka T. How you doing, man? Yeah, what's going on, man? Very well, pal. Very well. Just drinking up these um these Chelsea these Chelsea tears as all these or as all this news comes in. So just and you know taking it all in, drinking it up, trying to try not to get drunk off my own supply, man. <laughs> I know. I don't want to get too excited in case they actually get another buyer before we manage to sell off from Inic. Um That would be a tragedy because well, we seem to be an actual profitable club. Um, but yeah, just a quick bit of housekeeping. Of course, uh, we're live on YouTube at the moment, so keep following us there. Uh, keep on following us on the Twitter and the Instagram. We're active there as well, and. Um, yeah, we also got the Touchline Fives. Uh, we got our own team, which uh, Tops, I think, um, manages at the minute while he's uh, injured and um, may see a return before the end of the season. Who knows? Player manager, Rude Hullet. Eventually, eventually. Uh, so if you want to get involved, obviously get in touch with the Twitter account or um, even the Instagram account. We We need bodies. Um, with the fuel crisis, I don't think I'll be making it up there anytime soon. So, yeah, any anyone uh, who's available, please, please chime in. Um, but no, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, um, like you guys touched on, we're, we're actually coming off a win. Uh, we were overdue a win considering we lost our last game. So our form tends to go win, loss, win, loss. Um, but just quickly, even though we were... Uh, at home and overdue this win, were you boys confident going into this one? Considering it was a must win, I wasn't overly confident, but you know, because I know this club very well. But um, there was no reason why we should have struggled in this game at all. Um, this is this is one of the worst performing sides right now in this period. 
Um, even though, actually, to be fair, they were pretty pretty good against Man City. But overall, the season in terms of team cohesion, in terms of the manager they've got as well, it's it's absolutely shocking. So, you know, I didn't see us losing that game, but I, I saw us making it hard for ourselves because I know what we're like. But you know, fair play to them; they did they did their job and they did their job at a good level. Um, so yeah. That is what I'll say about going into the lineup. So yeah, nice Thompson. Obviously, you were there. Um, what did you think of the lineup? And I see the first fifteen minutes. Uh, the first fifteen minutes, it looked like Everton were. I mean, because they were coming off the um, Man City game where they actually put in a good performance, right? So, mm-hmm. were you confident with the lineup? And how was you feeling during that first fifteen minutes? Um. With regards to the lineup, I mean, it was probably as expected. Um, Doherty filled in at a right wing back. Um, Seth started at left wing back. Um, Benton Curls, good to have him back in starting 11. I'm surprised Jack team, didn't mention that. But then, but then the team was, you know, I suppose it was as expected. Um, if, if I'm honest with you, I was apprehensive uh, based on just how how poor we were against Borough the previous Monday. Um, and I just wasn't really feeling like too positive about the game. Um, so going into it against an Everton team who hadn't won since August away from home. I don't know why I just kind of had a funny feeling about it, just knowing, you know, games like that we should kind of put away. Um, we would just falter, but we started off pretty much, you know, pretty much on the front foot. Uh Maybe not so much in, in terms of possession, but in terms of trying to get ourselves into advanced into advanced areas, um, they seem to push us. So I was actually sat I was sat right, right up in the heavens, which I actually I hate really. But to be honest with you, sometimes it gives you a better sort of outlook on the on the game mm. and how we how we set up tactically. And they seem to try and press us quite highly to to begin with, but then it, it almost felt like one or two passes once we're in between the lines with either Kane or Son, in those early exchanges would, would, would be enough to kind of break any sort of press that they had. Yeah, I think the game plan was quite clear, obviously. They kind of matched us up with like a kind of three at the back build and had three in the middle. So it looked like when they uh, obviously had them having Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin back um, in, uh, in full flow, maybe they could actually snatch something by trying to control possession and take the game to us. Um, but yeah, we, we got the first goal through um, much maligned and much criticised um, Sasson Young assist. Um, and he's he's been performing really well. And obviously we then got in um, and made it 2-0 obviously quite quickly afterwards. Um, it looks like we're actually seeing... A lot of hallmarks in uh, Conte's Conte system now, and um, yeah, I'll move on to you, Jack. Like, obviously, the first goal wasn't own goal, but with how we dealt with that, and obviously the high pressure nature of the game, like again, like what were your thoughts, and were you impressed of how we managed that that kind of first period, and uh, we're two 0 up after twenty minutes. Um, yeah, I thought. With with Everton's press and the fact that we we looked a bit shaky, it was annoying because 
you know, it's, it seems to be a pattern with us. We tend to be slow starters. That's that's the team we are. And I just thought, oh, this is the usual, you know, slow start, poor start. Son, Kane, get, get us out of jail and we move. And um, it almost was that, but we did back it up with a performance. But again, I'm always, I'm always going to give Everton tax on whatever I say um, here. But... Um, we, you How know, much evidence tax are we putting on this, though? I'd say a good 30 40%. Cause as we much as Leeds? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I think, I, think, uh, I think more than Leeds, actually. I think we did more. get away with a few. We did get away with a few um, against them, to be honest. Um, Everton were pathetic. Everton, they, were, they were absolutely pathetic. So <laughs> we did what we had to do. And we we're ruthless in front of the goal. I mean, could have had could have had more to be honest, but it is Everton tax at the end of the day. And I think the way we eased ourselves in, especially after the goal, that was something that um, we definitely it, it was it relieved the pressure that we needed to do, and it allowed us to play our game and it allowed. And I think Everton's tiredness also played a part. I think they couldn't press that. Mm. You couldn't press for. 20 30 minutes straight, you know, after 15 minutes that eased off and it allowed us to get into the game more. So I think that helped as well. But, um, yeah, we did we did what we had to do. Um, my stream was cutting off a lot. Um, I couldn't, I was struggling to find some, so I missed the second goal live. But what I will say is, we again did what we had to do. Um, a Michael Keane stinker, I mean. That again, he is, he is, he is. That is part of the reason why Everton are where they are. You've got players like that doing that. Um, I think Cess was good in the build-up for the goal. I still don't think he was great in that, in the game, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we we managed that. We man, It was good game management from us. And I think you've got to give praise to Conte for that. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Uh, especially with the game management um for sure um the two i think we had two days extra rest on everton um so yeah again i think that played a massive part um just quickly a question i guess to you as well uh jack as i guess you might have been a bit harsher on him is this man obviously gajit has just commented is uh, a certain right back at right wing back for the rest of the season now um <laughs> by default <laughs> Yeah, is By he default. getting his? Is he starting to get his name back as well? Listen, I, we won't go that far yet. We'll, Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Give him, give him a month or two if, of this kind of form to see that. But I mean, listen, Chicken Royale, aka Casino Royale, aka No Battle Royale. That guy, that guy cannot cannot start a game for the rest of the season. That the fact that Doherty is allowed to come back into this team. <laughs> Speaks volumes. Just shows you where Chicken Royale is. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but obviously, Tops, you you got to see him live in the flesh. Um, I guess a two-part question to you, including first one being from Gogeta, and then secondly, like, how did you um, sleep, sleep? How what did you make of his and Kulizewski's combination play on the right-hand side? And do we have an answer? to that side of the pitch now, i.e. are we on the right track? What do I make of 
um, their partnership, yeah, I mean, you know, it looks like it's a partnership that kind of works. Um, at the moment, it feels like, first of all, you have a right winger who actually operates as a right winger, so he doesn't completely leave his um, his fullback completely isolated by coming inside and running aimlessly at players. So, first of all, that's kind of a positive. I think mm-hmm. as well, um, having someone who is actually like fairly good defensively as well in terms of his work rate and like putting a shift in kind of helps as well. I mean, oh, hey man, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and be like Doherty this, Doherty that, man. Doherty's still fucking garbage, man. I've seen two <laughs> performances in 18 months that's made me feel okay. He can do, he can do all right in two performances, but that's still 18 months of football that I've not, I've just seen utter rubbish. So I, I really can't see it. It's like, it's like when everyone used to say, "Oh, look at Luke Shaw. He's getting back to what he was when he's playing for England in the summer." He's still back to the shitty Luke Shaw that we all knew. That 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 we all knew. I'm I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. For now, yeah, he's going to be the starting right back because by default, he's better than than the other shithead that we've got at right at right wing back. But at this point, I'm I'm not gonna. I mean, yes, okay, he's starting to put up some stats. I'm seeing goals. I'm seeing assists. I'm seeing that love. I'm seeing that lovely right right footed sort of slightly diagonal ball that he loves to do. All the time that has suddenly started to pay off for Kane. I'm all for it, but it's eight, 18 months. I can't, I can't keep like pretending as if this guy hasn't been shit. And I, and I don't mean to be straight. I, I really do think he's been shit for these last eighteen months. So for the last for me to say, okay, Doherty's is that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I just want better. You, you know, I, I said it, I said it before we come on. I just want better for the club, man. And players like that are not going to be the ones that that get, essentially move the needle. I'm happy for now because, you know, he looks like, you know, he's starting to build a good relationship with Kulu and he's starting to build a bit more form. But then again, there were so many times in the game, like he receives the ball in a right wing sort of area. Can he shift it inside quickly? Doesn't do it. Can he use the green, push on into the final third, take on the take on the, the fullback? Doesn't do that. Can he adequately give us a good final ball? Failed to do that on a number of times. Uh, I, I just want better. Okay? I just want better. I don't mean... I don't ask for much. I'm seeing, you know, the street saying that Chelsea are saying all selling all their assets. I'm hearing a certain assets chilling in Southampton, knowing that he ain't going to be bought back by a certain by certain London blues. Run me that kid. Run me that kid. That's what I'm asking for. I would love Tino. Um, I would love Tino, for sure. Um but yeah, who knows? Um, do Southampton? They they do have the rights to him. I keep on thinking he's online, but yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, I'll answer uh, Gajita's question with Doherty at right wing back for the rest of the season. I guess it has to be um, for as long as Kulusevski is playing in front of him. Then if he can hold his hand and um, help him on that right side, then for sure. Doherty can stay in the team. Um, I didn't even mean to say his full name there, but you know, if he continues this form from now to the rest of the season, he may even have a sir before his name. He's got that nepotism from Kane on the golf course, so who knows? Um, and then Gudget has pointed out Kulisevsky already has more goal contributions than Mora and Bergvain uh this season. It's yeah, it's mad. I I love this man so much already. Just just make just actually being able to receive the ball, get your head up and make the right decision and release the ball and actually put in good quality balls. 
and passes and just essentially linking midfield and attack as well. It's, it's it sounds so basic, but man, like they just, just doing... someone with a brain, just a brain, exactly. literally, you know I mean? that, yeah, with, with, with a football brain that knows that he doesn't have to run with it every single time. He can actually take his time to make his decision. I was saying to Sai as well. I think it's so refreshing having a quality attacking midfielder who doesn't even have to get in behind all the time. Just knowing that if he gets it in between the lines, he can take a man on, he can try and bring someone in, he can make the final pass, he can give an assist, something with like some sort of level of quality. And you think to yourself, what what have we been watching? What have we, not actually what have we been watching, what have we been accepting from Mora and Burge? Like... Do you know what was funny as well? How I, from what I saw against Brighton, and like he obviously got criticised a lot for that cameo, uh, for whatever reason. I saw more in that twenty minutes than I'd seen from Mora, uh, quite a lot this season as well. So I was just like, boy, if this is the worst he's going to play, then I'd still take it. But he's been improving every game. Um, yeah, yes, yes. He, he started off yes. so well, and obviously we, I think we still had to hold the L for not getting Luis Diaz, even though. I, I've always maintained, I think a few of us have as well, that uh, Kulisevsi is actually a much better fit for us in our team. And it's it's actually paying off. And he's only going to improve. He's only, he's, he's 21. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited to just keep on seeing him. He has to start every game. And I just pray he doesn't get injured. Um, let's see, Goji is now asking, if you guys get any midfield partner... Uh, to partner Ben Tanku, who would you guys like us to sign? Um, I'm just going to quickly go on and say Brozovic if he's attainable. I, th- I Even think though he's I've about, not, I think he's about, about to sign sure a new about contract him. to Inter. <sighs> I, yeah, I think he's about to sign a new contract to Inter. It's, it's been, I was, I've been kind of keeping an eye on it. Uh, but I was Chich, reading man. on like Italian Twitter via Nima that, yeah, um... he's, he's basically in the process of signing one. If it was up to me um, and it all gets sorted and he's acquitted, then it has to be forty million on um, the Brighton kid. The Brighton kid, which one? Bissouma. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure, definitely attainable as well. It's just got yeah. to stump up that 100%. money. Uh, Alarmers us as well. Will Conte be backed in the summer if we get fifth? To be honest, I think he might be. He might walk before we even get a chance to back him. Or might yeah. try and walk. Um, never, never, know. ever happening. Not with this board. You, there's too I think much we'd to still, do. we would still back him though. But I think also Kane would probably want to leave. There's, too, there's just too knows. much to do in one summer for to get to give what Conte wants. Because agreed, and that that's our fault. That's the club's fault for yep. putting ourselves in the position where we have to play catch up for well five years now. Big facts, then, Jack. Big facts. Big facts. I mean, the squad planning has just been. We, we keep saying it. Squad planning at this football club has just been utter garbage. I mean, <laughs> why are we in this? Why are we at this point? Why are we at this point where we're trying to shift two, three, four, five players? You know, after how many years, knowing that ugh, we're just paying, making poor decisions in the transfer market? It's pain. It's absolute pain. Who knows? Maybe if Pesuma doesn't bust case, we might be able to somehow convince on Dombele to be inspired. <laughs> Listen, man, don't He's say that, man. Forgotten his top, name. Spurs, top Spurs are going to have your head, brother. Top Spurs fans <laughs> are going to come you, man. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, just to round off um, most of the 
there in game. So Human Sun um, had a bit of an indifferent performance. Um, Tops, you seem to criticize. You seem to be his biggest critic at the moment. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's got yeah. two goals in two league games. His stats read. Um, I think he's second only to Salah for goal contributions. Um, do, do you know what it is? Th- like? I think that's this season um, as well. But speak on it, man. It's a funny one with me, Finn, because like, and I, I don't know. I feel like at this moment, I'm just uh, everything that Tottenham's doing, everything that players are doing. I'm just super critical of and. I just feel that we just need to hold some of these players to a higher standard. Even someone like Kane, even someone like Son, players who we can always trust. But I just like, with Son, my issue with him at the moment is that we always know that he's going to be he's going to be patchy in his form. He's He's been like that for his, you know, his time at Spurs. Fine. When I watch him at the moment, I feel like he's still trying to find his place in this Conte role. Mm. Where he doesn't really know like what he is actively properly doing in terms of his positioning, because obviously he's someone who loves the ball to feet and he loves the ball in behind. But then you often find him in areas where he's involved in like the progression of play, the build-up of play, lots of times, even with his back to goal. And you just don't see that that's part of his game that he's very good at, in my opinion. Um, one of my also biggest issues at the moment is that I just think something about something in his head, I don't know, it feels like He's just not confident in terms of there was that time where you used to know that if Sun gets a chance, he's super instinctive. Left, right, doesn't matter. He's going to pop it off and he's going to do it well, clinically. At the moment, I just feel like he's honestly, and I, people might be I think I'm mad if I say this, he's just getting the rubber to green with some of the ways, some of the ways that he's getting goals and scoring. The goal he scored against Pickford against Everton, that was a that was a Pickford disaster class. I'm not sure if you, they, they, I don't think they showed it, or maybe you guys didn't see it in the game, but there was a chance about like two, three minutes before that where he went clean through and completely fluffed, fluffed his lines. Did that a number of times against City away, and obviously as well before the Kulusevsky goal, nine times out of ten, season two ago, Son would have had that wrapped up with his, with his right foot. But all of mm. a sudden now, he's now overthinking it and deciding to pass to Kulusevsky, which he thinks is a better position. I just want him to be more more instinctive. Not to mention the previous week we went to Middlesbrough away, and he gave the ball eighteen times away. Like we will insult Sanchez, we will insult Chicken Royale for giving it away seventeen times in the Premier League game. This man gave it away eighteen times against a Championship team, and I think that we just need to have the same energy for players like that alongside players like Sanchez and Chicken Royale on number four. That's all. I hear it. I actually hear it. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about the Middlesbrough game. It's like he had quite a few good openings and chances as well. And unfortunately, even fluffed his lines. But um, I'll move over to you as well, Chad. Like, what can we do with him? Because I seem to see him obviously coming deep for the ball quite a lot in this Conte system. Like, would it not just be more beneficial to leave, let Kane and Deki do all of that and just keep Son as a focal point stretching defences? I think that's exactly what I was going to say. I was literally thinking this guy has to be our centre forward, our striker that runs in behind now. I don't want him in build up anymore. It, it gets frustrating now, and his he clearly doesn't have that. I don't know what it is about him running, being able to run at players with the ball and taking on, take, being proactive in taking on the man. 
but he doesn't seem to be capable of that anymore. He's good at running in behind, but for some reason his dribbling just doesn't. He doesn't show it. Show it. Essentially, I think. I mean, the goal against Burnley, that one goal of the year, uh, the FIFA, the FIFA award, um, the Pushkas award, things like that. You know, I think it was quite an instinctive run. But I think his proactiveness in taking a man on, he's he doesn't he's not like a like he doesn't do what say a Douglas Costa would do, you know, someone that's just bang on taking a man. He's not capable of that. And I think he's that that's gone away from his game a little bit more. And in terms of his passing and giving the ball away, I think he's just an instinctive player now. And I think he has to go off instinct in terms of finishing, in terms of running in behind. He has to go off that. He has to be our sort of furthest forward player, if you will, along with Kane yeah. um, joining in late almost. For sure. Like I've seen him, I've seen him, I, I could have sworn I've, like, I've seen him be really, really good in build-up and um, in the past, especially in combination play on the left-hand side. Um, I still remember that goal he scored against Chelsea at Wembley Obviously, the goal gets Burnley. He's really good at running with the ball and having quick feet, but it doesn't necessarily have post moves. Um, so I say he's definitely can take a man on. Um, I just said like not, not really, but, not these days, really. To be honest, I don't don't think he. Really do you think has injuries have played a part in him though? Because it's it's actually quite hard to uh, remember. But he does get injured quite a lot, and it's always at that kind of same part of the season. And we we overuse him as well, right? So. Has that played a part? Potentially, yeah, potentially. I I don't know what it is. Um, it could be that definitely. Um, yeah, I just, I just can't really tell. I mean, the guy is approaching thirty, to be fair. But yeah, and you know, some players tend to, you know, they lose the, they lose half a yard around then um, after thirty. So maybe it is that. I just, yeah, I don't know about him dribbling with the ball and proactively taking on players. He can run with it, but proactively taking on a man. I think they're two different things. I don't think they are the same attribute. Mm, that's no, fair. They're there. They're 100%. Yeah, you're right. They're 100% not. I mean, it's just because as well, there's not many, many positions or many times in games when you're actually putting him in positions where he, he can literally isolate a one-on-one um, with someone... Um, you often like in moments where he's maybe in between lines in like half spaces and he's basically got someone on him and someone then coming at him. So he has to kind of move it on quickly. And then if Kane finds him quickly, then that's great. But largely, you know, that hasn't been the case, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so obviously now um, we're getting into a period now where we've got another high pressure game coming up, but it's been much talked about now obviously more so since we went up the FA Cup to Middlesbrough and um, I believe The Athletic even done an article on it it's just like average points per game if you've had a certain amount of rest time between games like two to four days rest um, we seem to be useless anything more than four days and we look like a completely different team um, why can't we play more than once a week. Um, obviously, it doesn't look like we're going to have to do it for much longer anyway. Um, see, I know the Man United game is... In between the Everton and the Man United game is five days, I think. So, 
why could we not play more than once a week tops would you say um i don't, I don't know I th it's probably a, it's probably like a number of things um first and foremost just you know physical fatigue um maybe mental fatigue um yeah and then obviously as well just like having to get ourselves up for it you know every couple of days you know when you've maybe given everything because you know you look at that game against ever against city they gave everything in that game you know city had a lot of possession they did a lot of hard running they were clinical and we won the game and you know you get to a point where your you know your energy levels are at a completely depleted point despite your morale your rapport being really positive and then you're asked to then go and play a different type of game against someone like Burnley. And honestly, without being like, you know, a downer, it was typically Spursy for us to lose that game. Anyone who would have looked at that as a Spurs fan would have thought, yeah, that's a game that after beating City, they'll probably lose. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'd, I also kind of feel like some of our players maybe are only used to playing a certain type of way. And then maybe going away to City was a different type of game to obviously going away to Burnley. Um, Romero, who was excellent in Manchester, didn't look particularly good against Burnley. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I still feel that we still need to just build a bit more confidence in the team. I feel like we, we do need more experienced players because um, sometimes, just with your experience, you can use that to your advantage in the sense that you know how to play in certain positions, well, certain positions or certain environments that won't stress you mentally and physically as well. Um, and I feel like we're still a team that's, like Conte says, emotionally, we're, we're very up and down. And mm. um, maybe that... Uh, that Conte said that about our players, did he? That was, that's like yeah, yeah. He says that we're, like, he says weird. he doesn't... I think I, I can't quote it verbatim, but he was something in, in mm. the words of, the team needs to be more emotionally stronger. There has to be stability yeah. in our emotions when we're playing. We can't constantly be going into games and it, it'd be up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. No, for me, I think player, player quality is definitely a factor. <laughs> we can't... Um, you can you can make up for mental, physical fatigue if you have, obviously, um, quality and strength in depth. But I think Conte feeds... Um, down from the players as well, his energy. Like, he doesn't seem to like playing more than once a week. He wants to be on the training ground and obviously working with the team. And I don't think he can necessarily train um, the squad properly playing more than um, once a week either. Uh, be something to look out for, I think, when, uh, when and if we get European football next season, especially if we somehow get Champions League. But um, yeah. We got a we got a win on the weekend first, hopefully. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to that, Jack. Um, see, just um, Conte was saying today that Sessignon and Skip are still going to be out for a while. Um, how are you feeling going into this United game? Because as much as we comment and um, speak in the group chat and see on Spurs Twitter on Spurs Twitter and how much disarray we've kind of been in, how much of a roller coaster we've been on. United seem to be much worse. Um like it's like Ronaldo jetting off the Portugal, uh almost apparently going AWOL. Uh, Rashford's been I don't even know. 
really, but I've just seen criticised a lot, and the whole squad just seemed to be in in disarray. But how are you feeling about going to Old Trafford? It's sort of, I mean, it Your just ends. screams. It just screams a uh, a main out win. <laughs> it just screams <laughs> of, you know, Spurs back of a five nil win. You know, back you know should be high in confidence in theory. Man United battered, battered by their rivals, and you see a absolutely either a shit house, shit house win with a from a uh, piece of individual brilliance, or they somehow just step up a performance. Um, that's what it screams of. Um, we should be going into that game not super nervous, not super um, almost dreading the game. Uh, in that way, we should be going into that game. I don't. I wouldn't even say confident. I think we should be sort of reserved and almost. Mm, we might, you know, this is where we could nick it. This is where, you know, I just feel it will be a very tight game. Um, in theory, based on what we've seen, but at the same time, I know this club, and I also, you know, looking at United from the outside, they can pull off a performance as well. So. It's one of those games you just can't, you just cannot predict in any way, shape, or form, or we could go any way. But um, so I'm just going to say, sit on the fence and say I'm quite reserved. Have <laughs> you got any particular players that you want to see starting or dropped, or would you keep an unchanged team from Everton? Um, so I know Regulon will probably have to start this game. Cess yeah. will be fully out, and even if Cess was fit, I'd say. I'd have regular on start anyway. Um, Chicken Royale cannot be anywhere near this team at all because I'm telling you right now, if he starts, Wan Bissaka will have a masterclass and <laughs> an attacking masterclass at that. So I'm not, I don't want to see him anywhere near the team. Um, yeah, you know. Otherwise, it's you know pretty much the same team as Everton. I think we only have one team that we could start. And if any, if we don't start that, that particular set of eleven players will be will fall off the cliff. So I think um, Ben Ben Ten has to be in there one hundred percent. And sorry, Owen, your boy Winks can't even be in the squad. I can, Fair if we, okay. you know, okay. as an impartial host, I respect your opinion. <laughs> I so, have to be impartial. I, yeah, I I would have to agree on the starting lineup, particularly on the midfield. Um, as well, tops. Let's see. You, you, you seem to follow the ops quite a lot. Um, you've probably seen what Harry Maguire's been up to, especially you. Uh, you spoke about Luke Shaw earlier as well. Mm-hmm. Seeing what he's been up to as well as Rashford and Co. Um, we seem to actually get up for a lot of the big games, bar Chelsea, um, this season. So, how are you feeling going into the game? And um, um, honestly, I'm feeling confident. Yeah. I'm feeling confident, um, and I say that for a number of reasons. Um, I feel like playing someone like me, Man United, they're a team who, at the moment, in my opinion, are, are at a real crossroads. Um, and honestly, watching their games, it's largely chaotic. Um, mm. there's very much lots of ups and downs in terms of how they perform. Um, their games are very much 
two halves in the sense that one performance in the first half might be great, second half might be rubbish. That can be echoed with you know performances against United, against City recently, um, recently when they went away to Leeds, and also when they were away to Villa as well recently. So I kind of feel like they're there to be got at. Um, you know, there seems to be a bit of um, discourse with regards to their camp, Ronaldo, with what his situation, you know, very poorly formed uh, Maguire. Um, Rashford is not hitting the heights. Sancho seems to be doing well. Bruno's Bruno. You know, I watched the other day uh, about three quarters of the of the 6-1 game we, we played two, two years ago. And I look at a lot of their team. Um, it's predominantly the same, to be honest with you, bar uh, like obviously Varane and Varane and Sancho, but the team is pretty much similar, and obviously ours is kind of similar. But Bentan's obviously in there ahead of Ndombele. Um Chicken Royale, Chicken Royale, Doherty would be ahead of, ahead of um, ahead of Aurier, and obviously uh, Hoiberg is there and ahead of Sissoko. And Kulu's ahead in there ahead of ahead of Lucas Moura. I just I don't know. Um away from home, I feel like uh the performance that we played against Man City kind of give me kind of give me a bit more confidence that if we set up correctly and prepare adequately for a game like that, we can actually perform in. Um I feel like United really are such in such low form and low confidence that you know, us going there and just nicking a win wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, and obviously as well, like in the in the bigger in the bigger picture, top four, I, I I still kind of feel is there to kind of be you know, not to be not to be, um, I still feel like it's there to be, not to be sniffed at. We can definitely you know, uh, look at the kind of run that we have and some of these key games that we've got. West Ham at home, Arsenal at home, United away. These are kind of games that, you know, if we were able to get seven, you know, points out of nine, that would kind of put us in in that picture again. Um, and obviously United away um, would be the one that we would have to start off with, really. So in my opinion, I, I don't know. I, I looked at how confident and how well we played against Everton on Monday. And I feel that they're going to be looking at Son and Kane and thinking we're going to have to stop those two danger guys. Not mm. worrying about Kulu. Bentan's doing all right as well, and I just don't feel like right now, from an from an attacking sense, United have that much to offer. I feel like man to a, um, to a man, I feel like we could definitely be able to nullify any sort of problems that they could give us. But again, you know, you know what United is like. Um, yeah, on any given day, they can turn up. Any of their players can turn up. And it's a 5.30 game as well. So they'll be fully bevved up right behind, <laughs> the, uh, right behind I love the, how you always look at the times of games and factor that into the your school prediction. Yeah, you know, they'll be fully bevved up right behind them. Jack, you know, Jack, you'll be involved, won't you, mate? So Yeah, I need to need to secure a ticket last minute. I know someone that will that yeah. might help me. I might be in your home end though, so yeah, that's fine. if we score it's it's you know, the, the pain of holding it in is it's a bit mental still. One thing Wherever I will say, Jack though, is you can't hold him back, even if he's blacklisted. <laughs> One thing Last I will say, though, Manchester. Oh uh, yeah, that that yeah. I mean, I mean, I was I was walking home on my own towards the end and chanting away, 
City fans, City <laughs> fans weren't doing anything, right? They're like, fuck off back to London. It's like, I live here. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, fair enough. But what I will say about this game is the team that the team that relinquishes possession will win it. I think the team that has less mm. of the ball is probably the most likely to win the game, and I hope that's us. I, for I, sure, I do hope that's us. For sure, I, I can't even say I'm as confident as um as any of you guys do. Fair, like I saw, obviously, I've seen how kind of disjointed their squad is, but structurally they seem to have made improvements. Especially with Pogba now playing as like a third midfielder, he's not playing in the pivot. He has the protection of a McFred or maybe even Matic behind him. He's got two midfielders behind him at all times now. It seems. Um, Bruno seems to turn up against us now. Um, hopefully, he's been shocking the last few weeks. But if we let him turn up against us, then boy, that's, that'll be pretty typical. Um, I would see so, with only the one force change. I'll bring in regular first session young go unchanged again. So yes, the midfield will be Ben Ten and Hoybia. Um but I don't know. I think it'll be a draw, Max. Um, hopefully, I think I think a lot of this game can depend not just on Kane. I think Kane will be massive for sure. But again, Kulisevsky coming up with a bag. I think if he comes out with a great performance again, then he might even be regarded as a bigger star boy than Sancho. But who knows? Uh, that'll be me leaving with something if we don't win this game. Like Kulisevsky outperforms Sancho. That'll be my W. Um, because we we've been struggling for star boys and we might have just sign one out of nowhere. Um, so just to wrap up the pod, it's been like a very nice and swiftly quick one from us uh, this evening. Um, just want to wrap up with some quick score predictions. Um, I'm gonna just quickly say a a two two draw. I think Kane Kane will score twice and then we'll, we'll somehow draw two two. Jack, I'd say yeah, one-one. I think um, I think Man United have this tend have a tendency to struggle um, when it comes to scoring. So, and I think um, Bruno Fernandez also he likes the shot in the dark pass, and we like a mistake generally speaking. Mm. And I think he'll play on that, and I think that will be an instruction to really whip in those passes. Um, and hope for the best sometimes because that is Bruno's game <laughs> uh, a lot of the time. So, um, yeah, I'd say a 1-1 draw. I don't think it will be a pre-game from either side. I think there will be frustration um, going forward for for one side at least. I think the team that, had, again, like I said, the team that has less of the ball is more likely to have more joy um, in creating chances. Fair play. Yeah, hopefully this El Sakako thing can come full circle as well. Because like you said, like Bruno plays blind passes. We seem to love making mistakes. That's exactly what happened in the reverse fixture, to be honest. And um, yeah, Tops, how would you round that off with a score prediction? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go away win. I'm I'm gonna go two or three one. Three one as well. Yeah, the comment um there was a comment that came through, I think it was uh from an Arsenal fan that says <laughs> I think three one Spurs. I don't know how United outscore you. Yeah, to be oh, fair, you know, like we've not really touched upon Kane on this podcast. To be fair, and he's looking unbelievable right now. As long as he's got his rest, he he looks unbelievable. Yeah, he's been 
top top notch recently. On Monday night, he just was a constant thorn in that team uh, with his runs, with his passing, with his finishing ability. Just you know, he's in a real good moment at the, um, right now. So kind of happy. I don't know. Like I know, I, I know we kind of debated in the group. I still think he, I think Tobe says he thinks he can get fifteen. I think he can get twenty. I was reading, I was looking at some of the stats the other day. Um, scores one more, he gets above Lampard, scores another one, gets above um, Andy Cole. I think he scores 11 more. He's, he's, in the, he's in the third. He's the third highest scorer in the Premier League. I think, I think he can score 20 this season. I really do. He's on 10. And I look at the games, you know, he's, he, he's scored a, a brace in, in a couple of them now. I think it's definitely mm. possible. Yeah, not not bad going for someone who wasn't even supposed to outperform Lukaku this season. So yeah, <laughs> fair play. Um, but yeah, that just about wraps it up. We're actually quite confident as well. Like we can actually get two wins in a row. Um, we can see, we can see. Uh, but again, um, thank you, Blacklisted Jack, for joining me. Thank you, Booker T. Um, again, uh, go GR in the comments. He's quite regularly in here. Fatty Boy AFC, Arsenal fans in there. Um, not even after a loss either, so fair play, thank you. Um, again, look out for us on the Twitter, we're on there quite a lot. The Instagram is active, the YouTube is active, and again, like, uh, try and get in touch if you fancy playing a bit of football for the Touchline Fiver side. Um, and yeah, look out for the audio upload on Saturday mornings. Obviously, this will now be coming out on the morning of the game, so. Be sure to drink it in, and yeah, until um, until next week, guys. It's been a pleasure to have you on again, and um, peace. On debut, on Dombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London. Absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.